0: Well, guys, welcome back to episode nine of Never a Mannequin. Episode nine. I'm going to say that on every episode whenever we <laughs> episode say this. Episode nine. I just... Episode... episode 10. It just feels appropriate because I'm like, wow, we're still... This is... It's wild. It's wild to me. Yeah. Um, Yeah, next week is episode 10. And so, like, I'm wanting... Maybe we should, like, celebrate or do something. I feel like it's a milestone. Am I wrong? Maybe. 10 weeks is a long time.
1: It is long. I'm going to do a big story next week.
0: Yeah, I'm going to do a pretty big one too. Well, that, that'll be our, our celebration of, we're going to give you a humdinger.
1: Humdinger.
0: Have you ever wondered where those types of like, uh, like sayings come from? I was thinking about that this week the actually. South. But like where? <laughs> like humdinger.
1: Maybe someone couldn't think of like an accurate word in there. Like it's a humdinger if I
0: tell you. Or like what about as all get out? Like they were, they were having fun as all get out or something like that, you know?
1: Yeah. I'm like, where did that come from? I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't know. We'll never
1: know. Or like old sayings where people say, my word.
0: Oh, my word. Yeah. You know? My word. Yeah. I wonder where saying, oh my God came from. (laughs) Oh my God. When did that start? I feel like if you watch TV, you don't start to really hear. I feel it. like
1: someone like said it one day seriously, like "Oh my God!" Like God help me. And then after a while, people were like, "Oh my God." <laughs>
0: yeah, depending on the how you say "Oh my God," changes dramatically the situation. Because if you say "Oh my God," something bad could have just happened, and you're like, "Oh my God!" or surprising, or something surprisingly great. Oh my God! Like something super exciting. Or if you oh, my God, then you're annoyed or pissed <laughs> off. Or if you're like, oh, my God, then you are shocked. So really, I mean, truly, just how you say it conveys so many different things in life.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with that. I don't know why that matters to anyone on this <laughs> earth, but I thought about that this week a lot. <laughs> I, apparently so. I mean, you had, oh, my gods for every situation.
0: Because I was like... Because I was thinking about, I was like, when did people start saying that? And when I think back to, like, the, uh, like, TV shows, I'm like, you don't really start to hear that until, like, maybe the 80s. And so I'm like, I don't, I wonder why. Man. So how was your week? It was good. Um, We really didn't do much because the weather was so bad. It Um, freaking snowed. It snowed. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's been in the 60s and 70s. And then one day it was like, you know what? I'm not done yet with winter. I'm going to snow. And not just snow like quick flurry. Snow for like four hours and leave snow on the ground.
0: Yeah. Like there was a, there was like, I mean, it it melted literally within the next two hours. Because it
1: was 70 degrees the next day. Yes.
0: Because it was, and it was 70 degrees the day before. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just this super freak, and I was like, "Climate change is real. How can people not understand?" I'm gonna, I'm gonna
1: say, if I pretended that it wasn't April, I would have enjoyed it. I mean, I did like it. It was it was a nice reminder, but a like, reminder we're have, all going
0: to die because of climate change.
1: <laughs> no, it was just pretty to look at while it lasted, and then today the high was like seventy three, and it feels hotter than seventy three outside. It feels really, really hot. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, no. Today was hot. Tomorrow's going to be 80-something. I'm really excited about I'm that. I'm so
1: excited for tomorrow. We're going to have to go on a big
0: old walk. We'll mm-hmm. get 10,000 steps in easy. Yeah. Cake. Another thing. Where did that come from? Being like, cake. Easy as cake? Easy yeah. as pie? Easy as pie, yeah. I, but a pie's piece of not Cake. Oh, that's cake. Yeah, people will be like, but also cake can mean a lot of things. It could also mean they're maybe like
1: Maybe it started like, wow, that was easy as a piece of cake, because like, eating cake is easy because it's delicious.
0: Mm. Okay, eating it. I was going to say making it. That doesn't make the same sense, because I've made cake.
1: It's a process. If they said like, oh, that was a whole cake, but they say, oh, that was a piece of cake, and then it uh, okay. got shortened to like, oh, that's cake. Mm, yeah. You know? kids these days Mm -hmm. shortening everything you you today and you're wondering where sayings came from you should google it after we're done recording just google yeah where all these random sayings came from and i'm sure you can find something i did a lot of googling today i'll probably yeah i'll probably get down a
0: rabbit hole on that (laughs) probably do that
1: it'll be one of those things where you're like laying in bed and you're looking up interesting facts
0: Oh yeah, that's how I fall asleep at night. I just read random facts like until I fall asleep. It's the best.
1: That gives me anxiety to think about.
0: Random facts? Yeah. Why? No, but it's like it's like fun random facts that you would never I know, think about. But of. sometimes
1: I'm like, wow, I can't believe I didn't know that. Or sometimes I'm like, that's really weird. Like did you And then I just start thinking about it and then I can't sleep. Like, did you know that
0: baby kangaroos when they like are given birth, first of all, are still like basically embryos. They're literally the like the size of a peanut. Yeah, because they, they grow in their
1: mom's little stomach pocket. So
0: I thought that they were given birth into the pouch, right? Makes sense. Cause they're like so teeny tiny and like helpless and they're literally an embryo. No, they have to crawl into the pouch from basically where you would think a vagina would be on a kangaroo, like in the,
1: yeah.
0: they crawl up it. Have you seen how tiny and they crawl into the pouch?
1: No, but I'm sure it's like instinct.
0: Right. But, oh yeah. Cause they're trying to go find a nipple, but like, do you see how far <laughs> that is? <laughs> Aren't we all just trying to find a nipple? <laughs> we just come out looking for one. And then some uh, men keep looking for one the rest of their lives. Yep.
1: They never find it. Some men don't want to find it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. But that's a whole we it's been a week, you know. <laughs> that's all I gotta say about that. Um, you know, sometimes I'm like, man. I wish we could really tell things on this podcast, we but we can't. can't. <laughs> we just can't. There's some things that I wish I could unsee. There's some things I wish I could unknow about the people that we hang out with, but you know what? We never will. It's fine. They're living our minds forever. Unless we become millionaires and it like doesn't matter anymore, then I will.
0: No, we get sued. I am going to keep my money. Someone yeah, but would if you're sue a mil- us for like, defamation or something.
1: These people already have a lot of money, so the people that we're talking about so it's fine you know what? i'm just going to it's nice to daydream it's nice to daydream it's nice to i wish you I, wish you could do a lady
0: whistle down straight up and just yeah i wish my pod exposed.
1: like i almost wish the podcast was like anonymous
0: yeah i get that i would i mean lady whistle down i think you couldn't do that today obviously cuz it'd be so easy for people to figure out like i mean yeah, i guess you could do like unless, a Fenster.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, like, like a gossip column. Like none of your friends would be like added. They would just find out like once it's really popular, and then like they would if they knew it was you, then they'd be like, oh, they like put it together because they know who you hung out with. Mm-hmm. But like until then, people would just have to like guess. Who See, it that's is. why you kind of it
0: pays to be like a wallflower where no one really like which I wouldn't know, but Erin does. Like (laughs) (laughs) it pays to be a wallflower at a party or just in your friend group because then no one ever thinks it's you. But really, you know, everyone's tea.
1: Well, you know what? We're the last ones to find out about tea, apparently. Because we're blabber mouths. That's why. (laughs) And people know we literally have a podcast just so we can talk to each other about stuff. Just to talk into the abyss. Just to hear our own selves talk. Just to talk about about that's the most Gemini thing I've ever heard. Even though neither of us are Gemini, I was
0: going to say. Oh, that reminds me. I actually was on a work call this week. (laughs) I just feel like this is important information. Uh I was on a work call this week and there was a woman named Gemini. I love it. What if she's not a Gemini? It's the only thing I could think of. And her parents were just like, we just heard it and we loved it. You know? Like, what if she had super religious parents and had no idea what that meant? And they just heard it and they were like, sounds so cute, Gemini. You know, we could call her is, Gem, like, for sure. Some some you could, like, get away with, like Leo. Well, that is already, yeah. Yeah, that's already, that's a normal name. Cancer? No. Aquarius?
1: <laughs> no. Courtney Aquarius Ots. Actually kinda of rings. I'm not gonna. Like, lie. It's my nickname. <laughs> it kinda of... Courtney Aquarius odds with like quotes around it. For like Aquari- my for like my street name, Aquarius. Oh, that could be like your uh your
0: drag name, something with your Aquarius Aquarius. Drag is
1: like a man. I just dress up as a man <laughs> and like flaunt around that my name is Aquarius. It'd have to be something
0: sexual though, like Aquarius ass or something. Which just sounds like Aquarium the more I say it. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't, I don't, I just just thought it was, like, really awful. (laughs) And I just... I thought, thought like, Aquarius, and then I thought of water from aqua. Oh, yeah. Even though Aquarius is an air sign, which doesn't make sense to me. And then I was like, you could say, like, a fish of some sort, and you could do a humpback whale, (laughs) a sperm whale. Aquarius, the sperm whale of what this Arkansas. has taught me is that we can't do drag.
0: We just don't have a knack for it. There's no gift. people those people are gifted. We are not.
1: We are not. We're not meant to dress like men, even though I mean we're, we can dress like homeless people, apparently. Yeah.
0: yeah, it was just not in the cards for us we We didn't we weren't gifted with the ability to do that.
1: Tell me about the rest of your week. Anything else exciting besides snow? I no the snow was honestly the
0: most exciting because I was just walking around like crying in town, and then also just cursing how cold it was. And then also when I got home and I saw it was sticking, I was freaking out. And the grass looked weird. Have you ever seen snow on like a lot of snow on the ground when your grass is super green? It's the weirdest looking. Like, because I kept looking, I was like, why does the snow look so I'm sure weird? People in
1: other states do.
0: Yeah, yeah. We just
1: reach a cutoff. Yeah. And some like. It snowed at my grandma's house like a couple weeks ago because I made a Facebook post, you know, because my grandparents are the people that comment on it. And I was like, oh my God, it's snowing. And my grandma was, she commented back and she's like, is, she said, it is what it is. (laughs) And I was like, oh no. And she told me that it snowed like at her house like a couple weeks ago. And she's like, but my flowers still survived. (laughs) That's, you count your blessings, grandma. (laughs) It is what it is. At least my flowers are alive.
0: The simple things in life make us happy. I stand by it.
1: Um, are you watching anything, reading anything new? Um, man. Any recos? I,
0: let me think, hold on. Let me think. Honestly, I haven't because I'm kind of in a rut. Mm. And I am looking forward to vacation. Because I'm going to try and, like, read and listen to different things. Because I'm going to have the time to, like, dedicate the energy. So I feel like I'll come back from vacation. You'll have the time,
1: but you won't want to. (laughs) I feel like I'll come back. You'll have the time. You'll have, you'll be like, you know what, I'll read on vacation. And then you get there and you're like, you know what?
0: Well, I'm bringing my I'm bringing my interesting books. I'm bringing the ones that I'm actually really excited to read, but I haven't had time. Yeah. And so I'm like, yes, I'm going to just like sleep and then wake up and read it and then sleep and then wake up and read a little bit more and then
1: I have like a whole reading list that I'm following.
0: I once I finish these two, I actually have two more books that are like on my list. I read what? them and I was like, "Oh yeah, I I want to I want to read these." Like I read about. What? Them. One of them's called The Guest List and mm. it's about this really schmancy wedding on an island off the coast of Ireland. And uh, they get there. It's kind of Clue-esque. And basically they get there and someone dies. Someone's murdered like pretty brutally. And they're Mm -hmm. all not allowed to leave the island. And then a storm comes in and they're all stranded on the island with a murderer. (laughs) And they have to figure out who the murderer
1: is. Nice.
0: Yeah, it sounds really fun. And then there's another one called, oh, it's someone's name. Something, something. So-and-so is killing it. Is that what it's called? But it's about Hmm. this... She's a true crime novelist and she's married and has kids, but her next novel is just like not working out. She keeps trying to write it. Oh.
1: My computer agrees.
0: (laughs) She keeps trying to write it and basically it's terrible. And she overhears someone trying to hire someone to kill her husband. Mm -hmm. And so she tells this woman that she's a hit woman and that she could be her killer But it's just so she can write a book about the experience. But then she gets caught up and she gets arrested and it's a whole thing. And she's like, no, no, no. I was just trying to research for a book, but I was going to kill this person. (laughs) I don't understand. But it it got a lot of awards. And so. Nice. I'm going to try and get those two next. I can't remember what it's called. But I'm still, I haven't, I I started The Lost Village. And it's just the very beginning right now. So there's not much to say. And then I'm going to also read The Thursday Murder Club. When we go on vacation,
1: so... When I'm finished with the book that I'm reading right now, which I'm almost done, I'll probably have it done in the next, like, two or three days, you should read it. It's really good. It's one of those books that, like, you want to keep reading. You can't put it down now. Yeah. It's the best. It's really good. It was really well written. like, Because sometimes, like, I don't know if you do this, but, like, when I read, I kind of, like... Once I get to a new chapter, I kind of like see how many pages I have till the next chapter. Mm -hmm. These chapters are very, very short. So it's like if you need Mm -hmm. to stop and do something. I love that. You know, you can like stop and do something and then like pick it back up. But I haven't had that issue because I've just been reading it like nonstop. It's really good. How many AR points do you think it'd be worth? A whole, I mean, it's like almost 500 pages. So a lot of AR points. Maybe. I don't remember how the points worked. I think it depends on, like, difficulty level, like, because I know on the books at my school, they had, like, different color stickers, like, yeah. circle stickers on the back, and different colors, not, like, different points. That's what I thought. I was trying to remember and so, what like, the point systems I think were. it depends on, like... Because ours did that, too. How many pages, like, the language that's used, like, is there, like, an intense vocabulary used? Have
0: you ever noticed how, also, if you take an AR test and you get less than 60%, They deduct points from your AR. (laughs) Why would they do that? Why would they do that? You're just... That makes no sense. Uh, That's a rant.
1: Yeah, that's wild. So what was your week like? What'd you do? Well, it snowed. (laughs) We're just going to keep coming back to the snow. Um, We're like, what the frick happened? It snowed, and I still went to the gym even when it snowed. Proud of you. Oh, that reminds me,
0: actually i joined a climbing gym this week
1: nice and i went
0: and i climbed and i made the mistake because it's like 55 feet high like a lot of the walls you're, you're like latched in like it's super safe but i made the mistake of like i was like i'm going i'm going i'm like this is great and then i had to like look down to put my foot somewhere and i immediately felt myself just panic I felt like a panic fart coming on, and I was like, you can't (laughs) do that. I mean, you could. (laughs) No, you can't, because you're also kind of, sometimes you're, like, by someone who's also climbing. Yeah. You just It's not like you're going to escape it real quick or something, because you're trying to climb. Oh, man. But, man, I got back from that, and my arms and my back and, like, my stomach, everything was just sore. But it was awesome. It's, like, the best exercise for me, I think, because... You really just focus. All you do is focus on what you're doing right there in front of you, just climbing. Hmm. So like, I didn't think about anything else. My mind didn't wander. I was like completely focused on it. So it was a really great anxiety buster.
1: Yeah, big fan.
0: But sorry, what what are you? So you went to the gym even though it's snowed. Yeah,
1: I it snowed, but I still went. I've just been reading a lot.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, What else? Hey, did you finish In Cold Blood? No, I. It's a hard to read book. I didn't, I got to a point where I was like, the thing is, I like books that surprise me when I read them. I don't yeah. like to know how it's going to end because then I'm like, this isn't fun for me anymore.
0: Well, I mean, it was more of an investigative book than anything. It was just all about the details of the whole case.
1: I understand that. It just wasn't for me.
0: No, I get it. I mean, well, really, like, it's what you read in English class, but it's still really, I mean, it's still really good.
1: Yeah, I didn't finish it. Maybe one day I'll pick it back up. I mean, I'm almost done with it. Oh, okay. So you, But gotcha. I, I gave it a chance for as long as I could. And this is like the third month that I've had it. <laughs> and I'm just like, like at first it was really good because it like starts really w- like with the murder and like who the people are and then like all that. But then like after a while, it's like, I know who did it. I know that they're they found them.
0: Yeah, after they tried to escape and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. And so I'm like Well, the end is really just
0: Truman Capote being like in love with one of them. (laughs) He was like He it's like And you can tell too towards the end. You're reading it and you're like, ah man, by the end of it, you're like, no, Truman Capote's in love with him. I can tell which one he likes. Yes,
1: exactly. You can tell.
0: He visited him. Just because
1: just because, like, whenever I'm reading it, I'm like, oh, he definitely is like not saying anything bad about this one character. He's only saying Something bad about like the other exactly he acted like the other guy like instigated all of it and the other guy
0: was just kind of there and it's like That's just not. tagged along it's like no sorry man that guy also well so, his friends like Truman Capote's friends were like basically like yeah we can't hang
1: out with you anymore you're clearly in love with this guy like it's pretty brutal yeah it's really bad um what else do I do oh Thursday um a wine bar in town opened up a lounge section and so I we went to that. Garrett DJed it. It was a good time. Yay. We went to a friend's birthday party together. That was fun. Yeah, we went to a friend's birthday party together, which was, like, basically the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I drank too much, but I'm better now. Um, (laughs) I've been here. (laughs) Friday. What did I do Friday? Oh, Friday, me and Garrett went and had a date night. Yay. And then we went to a bar and socially distanced and drank nice what it wasn't did we do that Friday yeah we should really find something more to do and like <laughs> <laughs> we go out and then Saturday Lindsay had a friend in town and so we like hung out with them really fun. stayed up late oh yeah way too late it's so exhausting <laughs> um I'm tired today oh, um yeah. but yeah I mean that's pretty much what I did this week, like big things. I mean, I did other stuff. As far as book recommendations, show recommendations, I am currently reading The Woman in the Window. Mm. Very good. Highly recommend. I mean, I'm, I'm, I have like 200 more pages to go, but it's really good. And what else am I doing? Oh, and I started the show Cruel Summer on Hulu. Ooh, I've, I've only seen that. one episode, but it looks pretty good. I've heard about that. So... Cool. You should you should watch it if you're in a rut. Wanna talk about murder? Sure.
0: Do I go first this week or do you? I think I do. Hold on. Let me go look at this show. <laughs> I literally can't remember. I can't we're getting to that point. I remember it first, we we're like, It's you, it's me. It's you. I'm it's like, me. what story
1: did I do last week? But I'm now like... I'm
0: like, I don't even remember any of it. Hold on. Recently.
1: Do 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 I think I don't know, I can't remember. Hold on.
0: You went first last week, so I'll go the first this week. Sweet. Because you did the John Doe, that's right.
1: Yep, that's true. Oh. Um, okay.
0: So, my story is one I've been wanting to do for a while, and I keep I kept thinking, I was like, this is the week, this is the week, and then I was like, no, not this week, this doesn't. But for some reason, I woke up this week, and I was like, yep, this is the story I'm doing. I know it, for a matter of fact. I'm doing The Disappearance and Murder of Abby Stepak. <laughs> Ooh
1: yes i've been waiting for you to do this one this one i'm I, so excited this one
0: makes me so freaking sad
1: it is very it really sad but i'm excited like i i never really dove into this case but I remember seeing it on the news so i'm excited to learn more it i
0: think the reason why i would be like yeah okay i'm gonna do it because there needs to be attention brought to it But
1: second, I was like, oh, this is so freaking sad. I'm ready for someone to go to jail. Oh, God. Do not pass code. Do not click $200. (laughs) You're going there. You're going straight to jail. You don't get out after three, Mm -mm. after shaking the dice three times. You're in there for a very long time.
0: My uh, sources are The Vanish Podcast, Wikipedia, THV11, Murder Squad, and Fox 16. Nice. So... Ebby Stepak, and I hope I'm saying her last name correctly. This is how what, how I've heard it. Ebby <laughs> Stepak was an 18-year-old girl attending Little Rock Central. It was her senior year. She had decided to move out of her parents' house and live with her friend Danielle. Uh, she still saw her mom and stepdad often, but basically there was just some problems at home, and her parents were like, you're 18 now. Like, You either need to kind of follow our rules or, or move out. And she decided to move out, and so she went and lived with her friend Danielle. And, um she had been previously going to a private school, but when she moved out uh, she started going to little rock central with her friend, Danielle. So she was described as independent, fiery. She loved the color purple. She wanted to go to cosmetology school. She had a great sense of humor. Her mom, Lori said that no one could leave a room with Ebby without laughing. Uh, Evie had been attending the private school, like I said, um, but started to have some issues once she turned 18. And so she started attending, um, little rock central with danielle and on october 24th ebby went to a party with other classmates and came back different that night according to danielle Mm. that night she texted her stepdad and said that she had been gang raped at the party and that it had actually been filmed
1: oh oh Mm -hmm. no
0: and she asked her stepdad if he would go with her to the police the next day to report it And he responded that he would and then asked her where he she wanted to like meet up so they could go to the police station together. She never texted back Mm -hmm. on October 25th. The next day, which was a Saturday, uh, she was heard from one more time. She called her brother Trevor around 530 and sounded that afternoon sounded very disoriented And he said it wasn't a disoriented like when you're drunk or you're high or anything like that. He said it just sounded like she was completely out of it and dazed and had no idea what was going on. Mm -hmm. And she kept telling him that she had no idea where she was, but all she could tell is that she was in her car if he could come help her and then hung up. And that was the last time she was heard from. The family mm. immediately uh, went to the police, but were told that they'd have to wait 12 hours to file a missing persons report. I
1: hate that so much.
0: Even with the weird call from the brother and even with them not being able they to find have her. They should at
1: least went and, like, checked on her.
0: Or at least tried to see if they could find out where she was or, or patrol, like, put an her. APD yeah, like, on the car. Yeah. They said the police were told, told the family they had to wait 12 hours. So the family just started going around town with other family and friends mm. and looking for her. Uh, they didn't find a trace.
1: A family shouldn't have to do that.
0: No. And she's also, I know she's an adult. She's 18, but she's still a child. Like she's still in school and like they're real, like she's a young, she's a young woman. Like, yeah. So, um, they didn't find a trace of her. Finally, 12 hours passed. They filed the missing persons report and APV was out for her car and for her. So they're looking for her. They're looking for the car. About a week later, Abby's car was found in West Little Rock and i I knew I was going to mispronounce this. Chalamot. Is it Chalamot?
1: I think it's Chalamot. Yeah.
0: Chalamot Park with the keys inside her purse, her phone, her medication, and all of her makeup all inside. The makeup was found scattered and broken in the car, Mm -hmm. which no girl would do that. Like, like that's just, that automatically tells you something's off. First of all, makeup's crazy expensive. And remember she wanted to go to cosmetology school. Like she was very proud of her makeup work and it was found scattered and broken in the car. And her phone was there, and the keys were there, but no Ebby.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the police secured the park and the whole area, but found nobody, and they looked, I mean, they said they looked like everywhere. Nobody, no Ebby, nothing. Leads kept coming up, empty. The case went cold. A year went by, two years went by, Nothing. Lori even filed a complaint against the police department, Lori, the mom, uh, citing that the police department had had missteps in the case. So I would agree with that. Like, for instance, um, when they took Ebby's car to evidence to be like impounded or whatever, they, it was raining a ton that week and they left the trunk open and it flooded the car and so all the evidence was completely ruined in the car. <laughs>
1: Great. Before
0: they could, yeah, collect anything. Hon- and
1: honestly, isn't that common sense? If it's raining, wouldn't you like
0: yeah. close the, tr- the trunk at least? So when Lori uh, went to go claim her daughter's belongings, because obviously she also wanted the things that belonged to her daughter, she was told that they had been destroyed because the car had been flooded because they had left the trunk open in the inbound lot.
1: Little Rock PD. It's bad. If you're listening.
0: Well, does that not just sound... I mean, we can get into this. So she also even goes on Dr. Phil. And this was... Uh, she went on Dr. Phil to talk about this. Good. Um, she said that her daughter's case had not been taken seriously. And that because her daughter had a rebellious past, uh, the police had told her that Ebby was most likely a runaway. And so Abby was treated like a runaway the whole time.
1: That's upsetting. Yeah. First of all, if she But she, she left a- her phone
0: and she left everything. Yeah, why her would, makeup, everything. Like, even if
1: you're a runaway, like, you would at least bring your phone and, and your, your makeup.
0: Yeah, you would at least bring your makeup. At least. Because, like... <laughs> Just knowing and a teenage also, girl. like, if you're
1: going to run away, like, it's not like she's going to be automatically homeless. Like, and also, if you're a runaway, wouldn't you just, like, take your car? Like, you would, as, as exactly. a teenager, you would 100% take your car. Exactly. And you her parents, You it would just stay away from, like, your family. I mean, it's not like they can do anything. You're 18. She was also
0: 18. Yeah, she was 18, like, and it wasn't, like... Yeah, it was crazy. That's dumb. Um, so... Uh, Lori also had, uh like filed with the internal affairs and um they got she got a letter back from internal affairs for the police department stating that they couldn't prove or disprove prove her claims of negligence so basically like we don't we don't care Lori right. also on top of all this started getting calls from people all over the world claiming that they had ebby and they would give her back for x amount of ransom money mm. every single time it was bust but she was getting like hundreds of calls of people how bad people
1: suck. how awful is that People suck. I hate that so much for her.
0: So then the case was reassigned to, uh, detective Tommy Hudson and he started looking at the park area again with like fresh eyes. Um, because the case did seem weird to him and he wasn't completely bought into the runaway theory. Um, he started looking at the park itself and the history of the park around the days that Abby went missing about a week to two weeks after Ebby had been, uh, had been reported missing. There was actually a complaint filed with the Parks Department in Little Rock that there was a very foul smell of something decomposing in the park.
1: Great.
0: It was never attended to. Mm. They never. There was no evidence it was ever go- that anyone went out and looked. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Um. And. So he saw that and obviously red flags started going off like crazy. So in 2018, he took a team of detectives and he went to the park with a bulldozer and some cameras and the FBI actually even came out and assisted um, with the forensics recovery team. And they put a camera down into one of the drainage ditches and found her body uh, in one of the drainage ditches, her
1: remains. I remember hearing this on the news and I wonder if... She was put there later. But I also wonder, like I wonder if maybe they weren't when they were looking for her, if they maybe didn't take it very seriously. So like they searched in quotes like the whole park or whatever. But if it was raining, maybe they weren't like looking as like exactly as good as they should. They were like, Oh, I just don't want to be out here. Like it's dirty, it's like cold. Um, Hudson, the detective,
0: doesn't believe she was <sighs> Oh
1: my gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're fine. We you redo
0: that. Sorry. Yes, it's fine. Hudson, the detective, however, doesn't believe she was placed in the drainage ditch, which this is, there's some, there's a lot of theories around that, but the detective doesn't think she was placed in the drainage ditch. The week she was murdered, it was extremely heavy rain. Hudson believes she was murdered in the park and left there and her body was carried into the drainage ditch. I feel like that's a stretch. Mm-hmm. A big stretch. You don't like think how enough much rain, and also you don't think enough people would have seen at least a body there for long enough before it got into the drainage ditch.
1: Because another thing, another thing that I'm curious about, I feel like she was taken there later because obviously, from what we know, at least from what you're telling me, it sounds like they didn't really search as thoroughly as no. they should have. Secondly, if they were looking like they should have, and someone was someone was there like pro like the day prior or whatever. 12 hours prior before they could start looking, maybe...
0: They would have seen something. They would have
1: seen, like, footprints in the mud or, like, something. something. You know? So,
0: um, her remains were found 60 feet from where her car had been. Mm. 60 feet. They searched for two and a half years, and her body was 60 feet from the car the whole time.
1: What is this drainage pit? Is it just, like, a cement, like, you yeah, know what I'm talking about? Like- yeah,
0: yeah. It's like a giant I, I'll I'll get a photo, but she was in there very deep. Like she was covered in brush, she was covered in all kinds of stuff. And so to me, I'm like, I think she and this is just me. She was I think she was placed there cuz what a perfect spot to hide a body. And like obviously, and, you know they say it's right under your nose always. It literally was and like how perfect a spot.
1: And also like another thing is like if she was like buried out or like placed outside of the drainage ditch how convenient if water flooded her into there mm-hmm. that she just went in like head her feet first and not like sideways you know yeah. what i'm saying like that yeah. doesn't make any sense i don't think that water could do that yeah at least like like water yes it can rush in a drainage pipe but not enough to carry like an 18 year old no. girl perfectly through it
0: no so, um, immediately her stepfather and father were suspects because you always go there, I guess. Um, but they were cleared and detective Hudson announced that the investigation was a homicide case, but that her father and stepfather were absolutely not suspects. Uh, did
1: she have a tense relationship with them or anything? Kind of, have?
0: kind of. I mean, her and her stepdad didn't get along, but he was, she texted him saying, "Will you go with me to the police to report a rape. Yeah. So, like, so she, she trusted-, trusted him. Yeah. yeah. They okay. just probably just didn't see eye to eye. Um, the crazy thing is, what well, I guess it's not that crazy, but investigators have not revealed how she died. But they know. They know it's a homicide. They've announced, yes, we know it's a homicide, but we do not know how she died. Or they're saying that we're not releasing how she died.
1: Mm,
0: they know, doing- but they won't release yeah. it. So, a security officer at a nearby store, so, like, the way the park is, is there's kind of, like, some retail nearby, mm-hmm. you know, because there's stuff around. A security officer at a nearby store had actually seen Abby talking to a man by her car that afternoon, but couldn't quite make out any details about the guy. Apparently, he had seen her there before several times that week with multiple different young men. Uh, and remember, that was the week she had been raped, like, the week she went missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Okay. Theories have been that she may have been like a crime of opportunity. That she's a girl sitting in a car by a park. It's mm-hmm. kind of it's probably getting dark. It's five thirty in the afternoon when she called her brother, and um, and you also know.
1: if someone like went to the park frequently or they saw the same car there
0: or saw her a yeah.
1: lot, yeah, maybe they were like, oh, she's always here. And if they were like someone who just had like the need, I guess you could say, or the like urge to kill, they could be like, oh like I can predict that she's going to be here at this time. Yeah. And she this like this is what like her size, like I can handle someone that size or like you know, yeah, they can yeah. do a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, and then of course, the main suspects which have not been like it, it's not talked about like at all. You can't find any information on this mm-hmm. are the guys who she allegedly like gang raped her that she was going to report the very next day. Mm-hmm. So the day she went missing, that was the day her and her stepdad were going to go and report that she had been gang raped. Yeah. And when you think back to like her calling her brother and being like, and he said she sounded disoriented and she was like, I don't know where I am. That if she was seen multiple times in that very same spot, like that week, then that tells me she was drugged. I'm like thinking yeah. like a roofie. I'm thinking, like, something like that. And all she Mm -hmm. knew is, like, maybe I can call my brother. And, like, she called him.
1: Maybe it's a number that she had, like, memorized. And it Mm -hmm. was, like, someone that she trusted. And she knew that she could, like, call him and be like, hey.
0: But she couldn't figure out where she was, even though she had been there multiple times. Um, So I'm thinking, and he said she sounded extremely disoriented, completely out of it. But he said she didn't sound drunk or high. And so I'm like, to me, that just immediately screams drugged. I agree. She was drugged. She drove, she drove, she like, okay, this is my theory. I'm thinking she was somewhere with a person. She was drugged and, but she was planning on going to the park for maybe meeting someone there or something. She drove to the park, drugs kicked in and this person like met up and basically like, but here's the thing too. There was no blood found that we know of that they have released. Mm -hmm. There's no blood found there, but also it was raining like crazy. What, I mean, it was an actual, like, so the weather that week was, like, completely downpouring all week. I So, wondered, like, if they would have, if you would have killed her outside, it would have yeah. probably been washed away. I it was, would, like, the perfect forensic countermeasure.
1: Yeah. I also wonder if maybe she would, do we think maybe she could have been murdered somewhere else and someone just yes. drove her car there?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, that maybe she, maybe, like maybe she, she, she didn't she know was, where she was. Maybe at 5.30 p.m. she wasn't in that car or that park. She just had yeah. her phone. That's but somehow mean. the phone in the car ended up, yeah. So maybe they drove her back there. They dumped the phone there. But then also maybe I tried to look... they knew that
1: she hung out there a lot. And so they just like brought her... They like brought her body there and put her car there because people were used to seeing her there.
0: The contents of her phone have never been released. Her autopsy's never been released. And uh, it's never been released about if like police checked records for where her phone pinged. Like mm-hmm. if her location was pinging in the same I spot. I
1: think that she was murdered like... Right after five thirty.
0: They think she they Because said,
1: if it's a park like, They said
0: she was murdered that day. They were able to determine she was murdered very shortly, like there are thereafter. If not that day, like like very shortly.
1: Mm. I, that makes me like I'm really curious to see, like obviously we don't know, but I really wanna know if she was murdered somewhere else because like I feel like That's an interesting theory, actually. Yeah. And like I just feel like if it's five thirty at a park, like just to say she was murdered at, like, 6 or 6.30 at a park. Like, I feel like that's really risky and It's bold. in October, so it is getting darker at that point. Right, but so it's like a park in a, in the capital of, a, like, a state.
0: Well, I mean, but, you know, Little Rock is kind of... People get murdered there all the time. <laughs> I mean, it's just the truth. And it's a park. You know, my mom always told me not to hang out in parks, and, like, it's so true. And it's such a sad thing because mm-hmm. parks were created to be... These hubs of community and really safe places for families. And actually, yeah. they're just places of crime.
1: Just don't go to parks by yourself. Yeah, just don't go to parks go by yourself. Go with friends Yeah, a friend.
0: And don't go at night. Oh, I'll never go to a park at night. Oh, no.
1: You know, I at- did, oh. I've didn't. i done that before with my friends. And I'm like, you know what? Even if I went at night with friends, like, that's still probably not the safest. No. Like, in high school. Oh, God. Like, in high school, I know me, Jamal Ryan, and then, like, one of, like, someone that, like, she was dating at the time. We all went to the city park, like, really late at night. I do like back at that. And I was like, that was really dumb. We yeah. You probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> like, probably not. Probably not. Ugh. Um,
0: so, yeah, there really hasn't been much revealed about this case. And they might not have the information as the problem. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it's been three years since her body was found. There's uh, no information on how she died or obviously who killed her. There's been no arrests. There's no announced suspects and the case has gone cold. However, if you know anything, this is not like, and here's the thing too. It's like me and her were the same age. We would have graduated the same year.
1: Yeah. Like I was going to say, it's pretty, it's a pretty recent case.
0: Yeah. I mean, she was born in 97. We were literally born the same year and we were graduating the same year too. And I was a senior driving around Little Rock at the same time that she disappeared and, like... So it so th- hasn't been that long ago. It's just so recent. It's so fresh to me that I'm like, mm-hmm. there's still people out there who know something.
1: And they haven't, like, released any theories or anything else? Is it cold? Are they still...
0: It's cold. It's still active. I mean, he's still investigating it. Um, yeah. Detective Hudson is, like, the detective on it. And he's, like, very actively investigating it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's cold. Like, there's no new leads. There's no new suspects that they've released, at least. Mm-hmm. Like, And I just saw an article. Um, one of these was actually from, like, last month. And it was the most recent information. There's just like nothing released. So this might be kind of a crazy conspiracy, but like how dumb do you have to be to leave the trunk of a car open when it's torrential rain all week? Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. No, unless your your son or your friend's son is one of the boys that she accused of raping her. Mm -hmm. And you know his evidence is in there or there's some sort of forensics in there. That's the only thing that I was like, because like that's such a dumb move to make. I'm like, it makes
1: sense. It's a good old boy system. So basically, you're either dumb or you're a shitty cop. Yeah, you're you're, you're a shitty cop either way, I guess. Yeah, but
0: you're either dumb or you're like evil.
1: You're dumb. You're just dumb, or you're evil and dumb. Evil and dumb. So not Um, good either way. And yeah, but. It's been three years,
0: but I'm sure that, like, there's still people around who know something, mm-hmm. and um, so if you know anything at all, uh, please call the Little Rock Police Department at 501-404-3128, and there is a $10,000 reward for info leading to a conviction.
1: Get that money. Get that money. I mean, <laughs> secure that back. If you know something, and uh, say something.
0: Yeah, that's that's the murder of Ebby Stepak.
1: It's awful, it's and like the thing is, like this is like we have listeners all over, but this is an Arkansas-based podcast. Mm-hmm. We are really, really passionate about Arkansas crimes, just because they're really close to home. Um, and so, if you are in Little Rock or the surrounding area, and you know even a little thing, you maybe know like, oh, I think this person was involved in like
0: this person was at the, the party, rape, yeah, or like
1: anything. Just you never know, you never know that like something so small. That you think is insignificant could be huge. A hundred. Hundred. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, oh, ready man. to hear yours. That's wild. Okay. I promised a conspiracy mm? last week, and I am here Deliver. with just that. Um, it's one of my faves. Um, but I feel like it's podcast appropriate because the conspiracy is murdery. Mm. And I love a good conspiracy theory. Yeah. So today, I will be doing the conspiracy death of Norma Jean Mortensen, a.k.a. Marilyn Monroe. (gasps) No, this Mm -hmm. is a good Mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're starting June 1st, 1926, Norma Jean Mortensen, Mortensen, I hope I'm saying that right, Yeah, was born. We all know her as Marilyn Monroe. I did not know that she had a different name.
0: (laughs) I did not know her name was Norma Jean. God bless her.
1: I mean, it was the 20s, though. Yeah, yeah. Norma was like... I think Norma a Jean's
0: t- cute. It just isn't like when you think Marilyn Monroe, you think very sexy. And I think Norma Jean, you're just like, yeah. that's a really cute gal. So
1: when she went to Hollywood, she got the name Marilyn Monroe Marilyn Monroe, because there was a famous Broadway actress and her name was Marilyn. And she used Monroe because that was her bio mom's maiden name. Mm, okay. So she was born and raised in LA and she spent most of her childhood in foster homes and orphanages orphanages until she was 16. Mm -hmm. And she did that because her mom, Gladys, um, had a lot of like mental issues. Mm -hmm. She was a paranoid schizophrenic and she just wasn't a great mom for numerous reasons. Right. Right. Um, so Marilyn Walsh color Monroe Monroe was Um, in foster homes and orphanages all throughout her childhood until she was 16. And she was regularly abused sexually. Mm. And when she was 16, she met a photographer named James Doherty. um, And he was a photographer for First Motion Pictures Unit in L.A. And so after that, she worked in a factory. And from there, since she was dating like this really prominent photographer... Um, a lot of people knew about her, and she became a very successful pin-up, pin-up model, and then landed several other short film contracts with 20th Century Fox and Columbia Pictures. Oh, wow. But after about three years of marriage, her and Doherty were divorced because he didn't like her budding career mm. being in the spotlight, and she agreed because she said she was bored. <laughs> um, He basically wanted her to be a housewife, and she did that for a while, but... She was bored, and she had dreams ever since she was a child of wanting to be an actress because when she was living in foster care, she would watch movies, and it just seemed so glamorous to her, and she wanted, like, a nice life. Yeah. And she said movies kind of, like, took her mind off of, like, what was happening to her, and she was Mm. able to, like, live, like... Vicariously. yeah. Yeah, like, vicariously through the characters. So, after several minor roles... Um, she signed a new contract with Fox in 1950, and over the next two years, she became a very famous actress, as we all know. Um, during this time, it came out that she posed nude before she became a star. But instead of tarnishing her career, it made people watch her films more. I <laughs> love that. <laughs> because we were like, oh, this girl was nude. Like, I want to see what she looks like. I want to watch her films. Because, like, back in the day, like, they didn't have, like, stuff like we do. They didn't have, like, gossip channels. or no. like. so people want to see what she looked like they wanted to see like what she was about yeah you couldn't go creep someone online yeah um and because of her sexy appeal she was also in the first issue of playboy she was the first playboy model and she made the cover yeah and so in 1954 she broke her contract with fox because they were underpaying her after she started to be like in several very successful films. She was even nominated for an Oscar right before Ooh. her death. So she decided to start her own production company in 1954 and had a couple of very successful films as a result, which is a huge power move, especially yes. in the 50s. Be like, hey, I think you should pay me more. And then have a man be like, mm, no. And then you're like, okay, bye. I'm just going to do my own thing. I'm, I'm going to start, start my, my own production company and I'm going to yes. get an Oscar. Wow. Nom- so Bye. Wow. So even though that sounds great, there were some not great things about her life. Um, Her public, private life was tumultuous. And because of that, it got a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. Um, She also struggled with addiction and mood disorders. Mm -hmm. Um, After her first marriage, she was married to, she eventually got married to a retired baseball player named Joe DiMaggio. Oh, yeah. And also, she was married to the playwright, Arthur Miller. Really? I didn't know that. Mm Mm-hmm. They were both highly publicized, but ended in divorce. I remember
0: reading something, though, that, like, Joe DiMaggio was still, like, obsessed with her.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, how can you? I'm sure. (laughs) So, on August 4th, 1962, she died at the age of 36 from an overdose of barbiturates at her home. Her death was ruled a probable suicide, but several conspiracies say otherwise. Ooh, okay, let's get into it. So, in no particular order, I have about four-ish theories. So, theory number 1, one of my favorites, the Kennedys did it. Ooh. so in no particular order theory number one the Kennedys did it Ooh. as we all know at John F Kennedy's 45th birthday party Monroe sang a sultry performance of Happy Birthday Mr. President Ooh. she was found dead two months later okay she had alleged affairs with Kennedy and his brother Robert F Kennedy Ooh, or Rob Bobby too? Kennedy yeah or Bobby Kennedy I didn't know Bobby was in on it mm-hmm who at the time was the U.S. Attorney General? Oh. In 2007, Australian filmmaker Felipe Mora discovered a particularly reda- or, or hang on. In 2007, Australian filmmaker Felipe Mora discovered a partially redacted FBI document that suggests that Robert admitted to having an affair with Monroe, like his older brother, and may have been complicit in a plot to induce, in quotes, her suicide. There's also suggestions that Robert's brother-in-law, Monroe's psychiatrist, and her housekeeper were in on the scheme. Wow. The FBI file also infers that the alleged plot was to silence her because she threatened to reveal her affairs. And that would have cost him the presidency. Mm -hmm. She was also a liability as she allegedly recorded conversations detailing highly confidential government info in a little red book she kept. Ooh. The little red book did definitely exist, but it was never found after her death. Suss. Mm. <laughs> In 2017, the government released thousands of classified documents referred to as the JFK files that related to JFK's assassination. One of these documents was a letter from the FBI to Robert that warned him that a book warned him that a book was planning to reveal the details of his rumored affair. Ooh. Something to keep in mind is that John F. Kennedy was very intrigued in space travel and how America could learn more about it. During his presidency, we landed on the moon. Yeah. So, that's the first theory, which is one of my favorites. I think it's mm-hmm. very interesting. That is interesting. Um, theory number two, the mafia did it. Oh. Also known as the Bobby Kennedy theory. Oh, okay. Okay. An, an allegation by Bernard Spindle, who is a renowned wiretapper, said he bugged Monroe's house, possibly on the orders of crooked union leader Jimmy Hoffa or Chicago mafia boss Sam Gian, Giancana. Yeah. I think is how you say it. Yeah. Despite reported sightings of Bobby entering her house in L.A. that night, he stated he stated he was in San Francisco on the night of her death. Mm. But... Spindell, our trusty wiretapper, claims that he heard Kennedy and Monroe fighting that night, followed by a loud bang, thought to be the moment of her death. These recordings were reportedly seized and destroyed in 1966. Weird. So Giancana wanted Monroe dead because she was having an alleged relationship with his henspon, Johnny Roselli, and she was, quote, threatening to blow the lid off his operations. Mm. An author, Darwin Porter, who wrote the book Marilyn Monroe at Rainbow's End, Sex, Lies, Murder, and the Great Cover-Up, says that Marilyn was getting in too close with very powerful men and didn't realize that the info she knew was detrimental to keep quiet about. Ooh. It's believed that five mafia men, hitmen, were responsible for her murder on the order of Giancana. Apparently, they chloroformed her and gave her a barbiturate enema. Bobby is involved in this theory because it could have been one of the Kennedys... It could have been that one of the Kennedys hired the mob boss to get rid of Monroe. Mm, Yeah. So because they all needed her dead to, like, keep her quiet, per se, they just all went in on it together, is Mm. the theory. Okay. So, so far, we have the Kennedys did it, and then we have the Mafia did it. Okay. Theory number three, and I will say... It's my favorite. Okay, I thought the first one was your favorite. (laughs) See, it is, but they're kind of tied. Okay, it seems like the Kennedys are tied into all this, but sorry, go ahead. Keep going, okay. It's tied in, but it just brings it to a whole different level and is why I love it so much. Theory number three, she knew too much about aliens. Okay, I've heard this one. listen. I know, I know, I've heard this one. It's my favorite. I'm pretty sure I've talked to you about this one, but I love it so much. Yeah, I think so, yeah. So this theory states that Monroe was murdered by the CIA because she knew the truth about Roswell and planned to reveal, it fr- to reveal it all from her little red book from Theory 1. Apparently, there is a CIA memo that refers to the storied Roswell UFO crash in New Mexico that happened in 1947, and JFK is said to have told Monroe that he witnessed evidence of, quote, things from outer space at a secret airbase. There is allegedly several smoking gun documents, including a wiretap of the of Monroe the day before she died, which has never been publicly released. Doctor Stephen Greer released a documentary, Unacknowledged, where he goes a little into depth, describing in detail this information. Just if mm-hmm. you anyone's interested, it's called Unacknowledged by Stephen Greer. Mm. Greer says, "Quote: She was threatened to hold a press conference to tell the world." Th- what JFK had told her during pillow talk about having seen debris from an extraterrestrial vehicle at what the document calls secret air base. Mm -hmm. And she was murdered for this. In 2017, when the JFK files were released, which we talked about in theory one or two theory one. So in 2017, when the JFK files were released from theory one, 300 pages of the promised document was kept private due to national security reasons. Okay. What kind of pillow talk are they having? Because. I don't know. Like, I. I don't know. I do think that he told her things because he did tell her allegedly that he had a plan to kill Fidel Castro, <laughs> which I believe. I, I believe, believe that too. Yeah. I mean, I think he was smitten by her. Probably. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think they were necessarily wanting a relationship. But I think he was smitten by her. She was famous, beautiful,
0: Mm -hmm. all that.
1: And so I think, like, they must have, like, talked about things, I feel like. Surely. But also, I'm like, you
0: got to be careful what your pillow talk is because your pillow talk could get you killed. Apparently. (laughs) I mean, that's some dangerous. In the
1: 60s, apparently it can.
0: 60s pillow talk gets you killed, baby. (laughs) Like, that's... My pillow talk's gotta kick it up a notch. Mine is more like, hey, did you get this at the grocery store? Did you forget dog food again?
1: Mine is usually like, hey, did you lock did you lock the door? Did you close the garage door? Can you give me some water? Did you lock the door to the garage down?
0: That's real pillow talk, baby. (laughs) And they're out here talking about aliens. My pillow talk needs to make it kick it up a notch. It's
1: different because we're married. And also, if I talked to Tagura about UFOs, he would just not. (laughs) he would not be listening to me he'd be like on his phone scrolling and not listening to me that's why like we had to
0: have a true crime podcast because literally i'll be like "Aaron, this crazy true crime thing is like cool
1: (laughs) and i'm like no no (laughs) i needed some freak out i do love that theory though i just think it's really fun i think it's a fun theory i think it's a fun theory too that her pillow talk got her killed but i mean i could see it i think it ties into theory one too i think he told her a lot of things Yeah, I think so. And he wanted to cover his ass because he was married with children. Or maybe
0: it wasn't just him covering his ass, but it was somebody covering his ass for him.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, he maybe he, I don't know. That's what I mean. I guarantee
0: you, people like that, like a Kennedy or something like that, they probably don't know about the dirty stuff. Mm -hmm. Somebody else just takes care of it, and they just are like, oh, that's crazy.
1: With theory, too, about saying, like, the hitman, like, knocked her out with chloroform and then, like, gave her an enema... There is actually proof that that could be possible because the barbiturates that she took, the level of barbiturates that was in her system, she would have had to take 30 capsules of what she had. And they said by the time she would be able to take 30 capsules, she would already like have enough in her system dissolved that she would just die before she could do all 30, even if she did like handfuls. Um. And so... There's a theory out there that like, it makes more sense that it would be like a barbiturate enema because she couldn't, it'd be very, very, very unlikely that she could take them by mouth. Exactly. And they also checked her for like injection sites. Like maybe she injected it or someone did it to her, but she had no injection sites on her body. Mm -hmm. So it was through her
0: orally or enema. Well, I guess. yeah. Yeah.
1: Anally. Uh, that's so awful. We can uh, block that out. I can't um, think about that. So it's interesting. It's, it's very interesting. Um, so theory number four, and in my opinion, the least likely one, is that she is still alive.
0: <laughs> no.
1: So these theories about, um, you know, your beloved dead stars... Or a dime a dozen, so I'm not surprised that this theory exists. Like, I mean, Elvis, Tupac is alive. Elvis. Elvis is alive. Like, who's the other one? Princess Diana Princess is alive. alive. Like, you know, Tupac's I, the only
0: one that I'm like maybe.
1: I get it though because it's like you don't want to you don't want to face the fact that like these people that you like idolize like, are gone. Yeah,
0: Tupac's the only one that I'm like maybe.
1: I'd have to look into it. We can cover it. I'll I cover think, it.
0: <laughs> honestly, Tupac we could cover because it's murdery. It is murdery and I mean technically, I mean it's technically unsolved. It's kind of solved, kind of not. Yeah. It's a gray area. It's I definitely a- he could be alive. I That's the only one I would believe. Sorry. This is totally off track.
1: It's fine. We can keep it. It's good content. Tupac's alive. I don't know but everyone else's opinion tupac is alive tupac's alive everyone else though they did tupac and marilyn monroe are living together
0: <laughs> that was what this all came down to she's like a nice grandmother to tupac on this I like mean, island somewhere not. she'd
1: be almost like a Oh I mean, yeah women, no she's women,
0: definitely not alive oh wait but, but you know,
1: women can live long
0: so wait are people thinking like she died actually somewhere else under a false name or something
1: I'll let you know. Oh, okay, okay. So, this theory comes from author John Alexander Baker, author of Marilyn Monroe, Alive at 1984, question mark. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> Baker says that Monroe's death was staged by her psychiatrist, Dr. Ralph Greenson, who committed her to a mental institution in New Brunswick, Canada, because of the many breakdowns she had over the threats on her life. Mm. Baker believed she stayed at the hospital for 20 years before she was released. According to his book, he says he picked up a hitchhiker in Nova Scotia in 1984 who claimed to be Monroe, who was a, quote, homeless, frightened, paranoid, schizophrenic. <laughs> she allegedly looked very similar to Monroe, and she told him of her days as a former movie star. Baker admits that her mental state would make this theory hard for some to believe, but he writes, quote, I believe in 99% that she really was who she claimed to be um but i mean it's interesting i respect you i don't
0: i don't think that's that's true no i don't think she she did
1: you know how many like hitchhikers in the in the 80s in nova scotia too
0: nova scotia as in canada i have relatives in nova scotia
1: Oh, really? That's cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. The more you know. <laughs> the more you know about me. The more you know, man. <laughs> so I'll close out with a quote from Monroe, and I feel like it's fitting because we talked a lot about her affairs with the Kennedys. Is the truth is, I've never fooled anyone. I've let men sometimes fool themselves. Oh. And my theories are Wikipedia, SBS.com slash My theories are Wikipedia, sbs.com.au, Newsweek, and Good Housekeeping. Your
0: theories, your sources? (laughs) That's what I meant. Yeah, it's okay. And Good Housekeeping. Okay.
1: There's a lot of theories here. And there's even more theories online. I picked the ones that were, I felt like, the most substantial. Mm -hmm. I also read from Newsweek. I think it was Newsweek. There was the detective that worked on her case originally, a couple years after she died, her, her psychiatrist, who's dead now, Dr. Greenson, he let the detective in on some tapes that he had of Monroe, like talking, because he like filmed their sessions. Mm-hmm. And they were interesting. Like, um, he said that, like, it didn't make sense that she would have committed suicide mm-hmm. because at the time she was, like, nominated for an Oscar. She really liked her she life. She had just bought a new house, and she was talking about buying furniture for it. She was really optimistic about the future. She had a lot of acting roles that she wanted to do. But then again, like, she... She
0: had a mood disorder, She too. did have
1: a mood disorder, and she was an al- at the, she was an alcoholic, and mm-hmm. she was addicted to pills. She had an addiction issue as well. Which sometimes goes along with, like, mental issues. Oh, yeah. Issues, 100%. Like, self-medicating. And so it's, like, the detective was, like, there's no way she would, like, commit suicide. But there's a lot of people that think their friends and family wouldn't do it. You're right. And then it happens because you're sick. And, like, you die with your, like, your depression, your bipolar disorder. It, like, kills you. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And so... And, it and like, the thing is, like, she did take barbiturates to sleep at night. She had um, some sleeping issues. And those were prescribed to her. Um, But then again, I also think about, like, the pills, like, and the dissolving issue. Like, she'd have to take, like, so, like, at least 30. Yeah. I just, you know, I don't know. And that's why there's theories. That's why there's, like, CIA files, FBI files that are out that's, like, "Eh, something's a little weird here. Something is weird about
0: that, but that would be a very professional hit. That would be extremely oh, yeah. professional if, like, mm-hmm. they got away with it.
1: And there's probably, like, hey, if you talk, like, you're next. Oh, yeah, and no one's no going to one, talk about that. We will make it look like a suicide like we did with her. And
0: I wonder how many people's suicides have been actual, like, murders. That's very disturbing.
1: It is disturbing. Um, you know, I love the Clintons, but their friend that happened to their friend, so.
0: He committed suicide, but it was a murder?
1: He committed suicide. But a lot of people think oh he was, was murdered yeah it was, yeah, an it was a hit. job by the Clintons because he knew too much.
0: Uh, I feel like there's but, all these families that are like that. What about the Bushes? Do the Bushes have any
1: like? Oh, I've never the heard, Bushes besides nine eleven. No, the Bushes. There's this thing called like have you heard of it? It's like Bohemian Grove. No. Oh man, we'll have to do that some other day. <laughs> it's not a murder plot, but it, or like murdery, but. It's interesting, and it's a real thing. It's like a real like fraternal club for rich... It's, Wait, it's is that only the one... Men Wait, okay, is it the
0: one about the owl, and they're all... Yeah, okay, I have heard about that. And the Bushes are involved in that. But that's oh, not yeah. murdering. I'm like, do the Bushes have like a murder victim that people are like, they oh, don't, they definitely
1: killed them? I don't think they why do. Why not? Why
0: just the Kennedys why and the Clintons? Bushes,
1: why don't you guys kill people?
0: No, I'm saying, to me, it's weird that the main families that you hear about are Democrats and not Republicans. That's why I'm saying oh, I'm That's true. The bushes are a Big. They're not only, like, they're an oil family. They're not just a presidential family. They're an oil family. And you never mm-hmm. hear... I mean, I guess everyone also thinks he did 9-11. So, I mean, I guess that's one thing.
1: <laughs> and, you know, he got, like, DUIs and, like, a bunch of other Jed weird Bush, stuff. yeah. Nobody He's, in, no he's in Bohemian Grove. Like, it's just... It's a lot of weird stuff. But it's not, like, Oh, they murder-y. murder people. But the Kennedys and the Clintons, yeah, they murder people. Also, I'm not going to put it past the Trump people. I feel like there's probably there's some, some weird bodies. stuff that we don't know about. Oh, there's
0: so I... You know, I don't know if there's like direct connection bodies, but I mean like when something. I say body, there's some skeletons in the closet for sure. Um,
1: there, yeah, there's some, you know.
0: Oh, the Trumps. You don't stay that rich and that powerful for that long.
1: Also, maybe he did murder someone, but also he was connected to Epstein, which is very scandalous. It's like if it's not scandal, it's murder. Like <laughs>
0: scandal, murder. What? How do you? So do normal people not just get into the spotlight? Is that why we? We're just we're too normal. I don't know. Maybe. Is that why I'll never fulfill my dreams of being rich and famous? Because I'm too normal. Because I get excited about the flowers staying alive when it snows.
1: Your grass.
0: My grass. I was so worried. I was like, oh, man. I was like, if this kills the grass, I'm going
1: to be peeved. You do have some weeds coming up. We thought, you know, we thought you were safe out there. Oh, my God. I can't with these weeds. But, yeah. I'm really excited. Um... I hope you guys like this conspiracy theory. If you want more, if you know a murder conspiracy that you want either of us to to hop on, let us know. Will somebody email us, even if it's just to say hi. <laughs> just, we are nice. I promise, we're not judgmental. I'm gonna we're name nice. this episode. Will someone email us, please? Or even like send me a send us like a DM on like our Facebook or our Instagram and let us know what you guys want to hear. I, me and Lindsay have a lot of stuff in our queue, but just. Give me Tell the joy stuff. of being able to look up a case that,
0: that I've you never know heard. about,
1: and I will do it. Please. Next.
0: There is a preference for some mystery surrounding it.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, It's got to be pre- unsolved.
0: Unsolved, or, like, something mysterious, or, like, even if it's solved, like, there's, like, like there's a lot of serial killers that have Jane Doe's mm-hmm. still, or they have, or there's um yep. stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Well... Oh, this was fun, you guys. This email was a, us. Yeah,
0: email us. Neveramanikinpod at gmail.com.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I'll put it in the show notes too. But
1: if you're still was- listening, oh, our friend Connor. I have to put this in here because I don't know I would, even though he doesn't want to. Connor, shout out to you for listening this long. <laughs> he told me. He told me on Thursday. He was like. He was like, I really like you guys podcast. I was like, wow, thank you so much. Cause I get really excited when people tell me that they listen Yeah, and I'm like, thank you so much for listening. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you guys are like really good. Like you just bounce off each other.
0: What a sweetheart.
1: He's like, it's different than he said, we act different on the podcast than we do in real life. That, I don't feel like that's true but, at all. I don't either. we <laughs> like were very much the and, same. He was, and I was like, "What does that mean?" And he's like, "No, it's good." He's like, "Cause you like, you guys like stay on topic for the oh, most part." Well, yeah, and it's like really good. And then, like, he basically was saying like it flows well. Oh, what a sweetheart, Connor! Shout out to you. Shout out to you, Connor, if you're listening to this episode.
0: What a good guy.
1: All the way to the end. Hey, our last episode. Number one fan. Our last
0: episode. <laughs> the average listen time was all the way to the end. Like everyone, wow. everyone really liked our last episode last week
1: man i see i love that i just wish you guys would talk to us we talk to you wish you guys would talk to us back yeah we're just speaking into the abyss i think that's the way it is for a while send us messages i mean i'm i'm telling you me and Lindsay are on the instagram and facebook literally all day on monday to like let you guys know what's coming up we
0: should post more we're
1: doing we should i'm trying you guys i know
0: we're just it's just it is what it is we need a steven we need an intern (laughs) We need an intern. Do you want to apply?
1: Nevermanikinpod at gmail.com. It's like we'll give you good references for your next job. This if will you ever be leave.
0: great exposure. Yeah, <laughs> that's the joke. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh. Two hundred more, actually.
0: Actually, yeah, we have three hundred and like ten followers now, so like great also, exposure.
1: Last episode, I told Australia to reach out to us so we could give them a weird sticker, and they still haven't said anything. And I'm just like,
0: maybe they're trying to get through. Is l- Australia dropping off
1: too? Like Norway? Okay, Canada, you're next. <laughs> Canada, this offer is
0: for you. We'll give you a free sticker if you email us or DM us. We should us. do like
1: a new country like every week. Until and just somebody. See, just see if someone says something. You know what? At
0: the end of the podcast, we should offer to anyone who will email us a free sticker <laughs> just to see like who will actually email anyone. us. Anyone.
1: If you listen to one episode. Just and you like, get to hey, the end. Just like, hey, love the trailer. Just send us an email and be like, love this whole thing.
0: We will send you a
1: sticker, and it'll be fun. All right. Well, remember,
0: it's never a mannequin. It's never a mannequin, guys. It's never.
1: Have a good week.
0: Bye. Bye.